Welcome to the Hall of Heroes podcast with your hosts, Jared Bachman Stubbs and Spencer Simpson. I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie? Empire Strikes Back? Jesus, Tony, how old is this guy? I don't know, I didn't carbon date him, he's on the young side. Fuck Batman. You ever tried shawarma? There's a shawarma joint about two blocks from here. I don't know what it is, but I want to try it. Lobo. Oh, it's on. <laughs> Let the good times roll. And welcome everyone back, back to, to the Hall of Heroes podcast with your hosts, Jared Bachman Stubbs and Spencer Simpson. Co-host with the Como. The one and only. Oh right, sorry. Co-host with the co-host. That's me. Spencer Simpson. Thank you. Sorry, I got a little. Everybody excited. gets a cool little intro with me, man. I hate it. That that hurt. No, I, 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 I I just wanted to match your enthusiasm. <sighs> Give the offended. folks something to chew on. That's you so, know. yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. How yeah. was your week, buddy? My week was crazy, but kind of good as well. Yeah. Um, my week. <laughs> okay. Um, I gave a tour at Fort at Fort Ligonier to Brit Hume, <laughs> which only the conservative members of my family knew who that was. But he's like a, a political analyst and 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 he's heavily involved with like Fox News and stuff. But I gave him a tour and my job, and that was pretty cool. He was he was nice, pretty yeah. pretty chill for a famous dude. But other than that, you know, I've just On been the hanging whole, out had with pretty you. Good interactions with famous people i think i'm the only one of our group that has any kind of stinkers you've had two pretty serious stinkers billy d and peter mayhew was my fault i know it was your fault bill burt ward was the prick uh, that that was was like it wasn't yeah it wasn't he was also just playing he was he was pushing the envelope he was also hard with peter yeah he was playing to a crowd. You know, the man who specifically said, I can't tell you anything about episode seven. And then you directly asked him a question about I was episode seven. among many people asking episode seven questions at that point. But he already said no to you specifically. He remembered you. Yeah, and then I made, had a very... I went from can you say anything to a very specific question. And if he couldn't say anything, <laughs> what made you think he could say something specific? I, wanted to, I, I knew he couldn't answer, but I wanted to see how he'd react to it. Well... I'm sure you weren't disappointed. No, well, Chewie didn't have a robotic arm in The Force Awakens. He gave you the stiff arm. He did. So how was your week? My week was good. Uh, Anything interesting happen at work? (laughs) Not that we're going to talk about (laughs) on the air. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Look, all I'm saying is that the dynasty of come get shoes lives on. And... Huh? Barely. But shut the fuck up. <laughs> it was dangerous. It was. It was hot. It was hot for a second there. <laughs> I was. I went in ready for anything though. Yeah. Like I, I kind of went in with that very like with like kamikaze kind of confidence <laughs> of like what happens happens. Let's fucking go. Like it all. It all shook out okay in the end. Yeah. Now but, I gotta hope that like Numpty doesn't like abruptly go. I'm gonna listen to his fucking podcast and see if he's talking shit. Oh well. <laughs> Hi Cody. Here we are. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that one. Get, I, get bent you helmet. Can, you can blame me for that. I basically forced it out of him. Yeah. On air. Um. But yeah, that was that was lots of fun. Uh, obviously, as 
a lot of the people listening probably know, had our first episode on Dewback Discussion with me as the host, you on the air, and the one and only Michael Mike Doling. That mad lad with us. That guy's, he's honestly oh, crazy. <laughs> TJ he's got a loose wire. I'm convinced of it. TJ was uh, editing today, and he was he was like, "Yeah, he's like, I got all those weird noises Spencer was making." He's like, "I didn't know Spencer did that shit." I was like, "No, Michael Dolan's the one who clicks like a fucking cicada." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like you've been listening no to me reason. for how long on Hall of Heroes, and and you think somehow all this yeah. weird stuff is me. But, but yeah, that was lots of fun, and uh, you know the the highlight of our week that hasn't happened yet. That we're going to be seeing the biggest comic book movie uh, yes. of, of the, the year. year, easily. Eat your heart out, Endgame. We're seeing because Dark Phoenix, Phoenix is, <laughs> is happening this weekend. Yeah, we finally get to put this <laughs> this sad, sad film to rest. Yeah, um, you know we'll be talking about the reviews that have come out later in this episode and wow oh boy <laughs> yikes yoy and double yoy yeah that and uh, your costumes on the way which yeah really yeah me. have we told them about it yet yeah you accidentally outed me as batman on the air oh, did I? <laughs> yeah because oh, you went you went yeah we're gonna build a bat suit i was like fucking thanks bud i forgot it was a secret okay yeah, you I like was, abruptly. It was just like injustice. Needed, it was just like I, I know. You if you can if you're gonna have it be a secret and you're gonna tell me something that's a secret, like you have to look me in the eye and be like Spencer, this is a secret. And I don't remember that happening. So I I, I said I, I want to keep it as hushed as possible. I let it fly before so. I just show up on it, Instagram in a bat suit. I know, but it's a it's a uh, it's a Hall of Heroes exclusive. Just yeah. think about it as that. Yeah. Like we're just rewarding our Loyal, loyal listeners. So you'll find anything to excuse yourself, won't you? No. Well, speaking of Batman, first thing on the docket today. Um, do you want it? I mean, you're the big guy with the. With yeah, the, yeah, the I'll, the t- I'll take this one. Yeah, that's it. Um, go for it. So we basically got a, we, as we reported before, um, Robert Pattinson was. For all intents and purposes, just not officially cast as Batman. Anything but. Yeah. Uh, all the writing was on the wall. All of the major trades were reporting it. It it was a done deal, essentially. Just we didn't have words specifically from Warner Brothers. Yeah, sealed the deal. That but. Robert Pattinson would be playing Batman. However, that is no longer the case. Uh, got an article here from Collider. Uh, Adam Chitwood reporting... The Batman director, Matt Reeves, confirms Robert Pattinson casting as a good time, which is a reference to a movie he was in, I believe. If it's a third article about Robert Pattinson being cast as Batman in the upcoming reboot you're looking for, you've come to the right place. While official word has still yet to come down from Warner Brothers, which will be which will necessitate a fourth story. Uh, the road to Pattinson, I'm glad it's catching on has actually been pretty short and straightforward, and now writer-director Matt Reeves is chiming in. We've known since January of this year that Ben Affleck was vacating the role of Batman in The Batman, which has had War for the Planet of the Apes uh, filmmaker Matt Reeves attached to write and direct since Affleck departed the director's chair in 2017. 
While Affleck's casting departure was only made public in January, it had been rumored for months, which means Reeves and the folks at Warner Brothers were no doubt looking at a number of actors to fill the role. The Batman script focuses on a younger Batman than Affleck's grizzled take seen in Batman v Superman and Justice League, and indeed is reported to have zero connectivity with those two Zack Snyder films. So what we have here is a clean slate, and to that end, Reeves and Warner Brothers could think big about the casting. Instead of shortlist instead of shortlist after shortlist being reported as actors went through the sweepstakes of trying to earn the role, Variety reported on May 16th that the role was Pattinson's. <clears throat> Excuse me. The other trades followed up that with less firm casting noting that Pattinson was simply at the top of a short list that also included Nicholas Holt, uh Beast in the current X-Men films and Army Hammer who was robbed, but just last week, Pattinson closed his deal to star as a Kate Crusader after a round of screen tests. Holt also screen tested for the role, and by most accounts, he was Pattinson's top competition to win the part. So Pattinson has reportedly closed his deal to star with Reeves, and then Reeves took to Twitter to share a gif of Pattinson from the actor's stirring role in 2017's critical darling, Good Time, along with some bat emojis. So yeah, not to go on here, but this is the Batman news we're talking about, and it is the first time the director has publicly commented on the casting of Pattinson, even if that comment is simply emojis and a gif. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I think it's safe to assume that Robert Pattinson's playing Batman. <laughs> At this point, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it, was a, it, was a, it was a safe bet. Uh, if, two weeks when, ago, but, but when director says so, it is so. I mean, there's not much, there's not much left to interpretation yeah. when you're tweeting bat emojis around an actor and you're writing and directing the next Batman trilogy. No, not not no, not no, no. <laughs> so Battenson is happening, and uh, yeah, I'm really yeah. looking forward to that take. Yeah, uh, we talked about it on the air earlier, um, but it's. I'm really looking forward to it. Seeing some new shoes in, in new feet in the Batman shoes. Um, Affleck certainly gave us a, a fresh take. Yeah. Um, if if not a good one, the, but um, with with Pattinson on the way. Yeah. You know, I'm excited to see something in him that isn't as cringy as Twilight because we haven't sat down to watch those uh, those indie films. That no, he's been not quite yet, yet. but. And, and like again, it's it's all a matter of how what direction people take Batman with the actor, and the script that they're given. Like Ben Affleck was required to do a Dark Knight Returns kind of Batman, and as I've said before, I think he does a great Dark Knight Returns style Batman. And even in Justice League, we see him do a Batman who isn't a total piece of shit kind of batman and he does that well like i think affleck turns in a great performance as batman both at his worst and at a better point in his life mm -hmm. at least but a universe where the same batman who is murdering criminals branding rapists um that, that is yes. not the same Batman who's going to found the justice League. no certainly not <laughs> the, the whole point of his fight with Clark is that it's been several decades coming. So uh, this is the official, official, official goodbye to Batfleck and the official, official, 
Hello. welcoming to Battenson. So yeah, you're up. Yep. On so, this next article. Yeah. So fresh in from Collider, uh, we've got uh, 15 images from Far From Home, the new Spider-Man movie coming out in July, and you Which can't we'll see seeing. these. <laughs> yes, we will most definitely be seeing. You can't see these. So I'm just going to do my best to describe them to you once I read shortly through the through the article by Matt Goldberg, which says, Sony Pictures has released 15 new images from Spider-Man Far From Home, the upcoming sequel from director John Watts, uh, sees Peter Parker, played by Tom Holland, looking to get away from his Spider-Man responsibilities by going on a European vacation with his classmates. But the trip is hijacked when Nick Fury recruits the wall crawler to fight against elemental elemental monsters surfacing across the continent. This looks like it'll be a nice palate cleanser after the events of Endgame. Um, side note, yeah, just don't like to get our get our minds back on track, you know, after all, all the heavy stuff, right? Yeah. So the same like Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, like, like it, it it was it, it did its purpose. It's a lighter lighter tone. Yeah. To ease us back into the quote regular flow of marvel movies anyway while it will still deal with the fallout from avengers endgame it's a smart move to go with peter parker as just a kid even uh though more responsibility is being foisted upon his shoulders is that a word yes are you sure it it isn't hoisted i'm pretty sure i've heard foisted before like and subscribe for foisted Dislike and I like that this listen. has become your new thing. Is <laughs> like, like and subscribe, subscribe for, for random blank. shit. Yeah, like, uh, it's I, it comes to me as if you know in a in a vision. Foisted, impose an unwelcome or unnecessary thing or thing on someone. Being so, foisted, but so he's had the responsibility foisted upon him. I feel like based on that definition, it's like the responsibility is foisted to him. You no, know, it's like unwelcome, unwanted. Yeah, but that's like too foist. Okay, foist, foisting, foisted. Okay, it's been hoisted. It's been hoisted upon he his shoulders. Wumbo. It's been hoisted <laughs> upon his shoulders, and it has, it has been foisted upon him. There, that'll, that'll please everybody. Holland is just so endearing as a character, and I really hope that Sony doesn't botch this by trying to make the character away now that he's been revived by what. To take the character away now that he's been revived by being a part of the MCU. I'd much rather see this Spider-Man as a leading force in Marvel movies rather than just squaring off uh, against Tom Hardy's Venom or Jared Leto's Morbius. Venom was so fucking bad. I didn't even oh see it. Oh my god. It I was read the so reviews and bad. opted out. Did I tell you about the ending? No. <laughs> Maybe you did. I don't know. It was just, <laughs> There's a post credit scene. There's a post credit scene in a prison where Woody Harrelson is playing Cletus Cassidy. First of all, I love Woody Harrelson. Okay, me too. I have never and they seen put that him man in, in this, a role I didn't love. Well, I will show you the post credit scene from Venom where they put him in the worst red wig I have ever seen in my life. Oh no! And he's sitting in the there. Dude is bald. And he comes in, and Tom, and Tom Hardy as Eddie Brock comes in, and he's been. And they're just like, oh, yeah, he's like, and they, they do the whole movie cliche of like, you know, ooh, he's a murderer. He knows how to get inside your head. And yeah. Eddie Brock's going to go in there and interview him. And like abruptly, Woody Harrelson as Cletus Cassidy goes, hey, Brock, if I get out of here, 
and I will get out of here. There's going to be carnage. End of the scene. I shit you not. I almost fucking died in the theater. I am howling. I am laughing so hard. Oh my goodness. Like, that is so on the nose. How do you... Like, the lack of self-restraint. There's going to be carnage. (laughs) Goodness gracious. It's like in... uh, It's it's like in... uh, what the heck? In Incredible Hulk, where it's just like that combination would it would be an abomination. Yeah, it looks like, directly down the barrel of the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. I don't I don't mind that so much, but like when you just even that, like, there, there are varying tiers of the, this where yeah, like, you the, name, yeah. where you name drop a character without, without actually yeah. calling them the name. You know, it's like it's like an Age of Ultron. I don't think they ever name like, oh hey, I'm gonna call you Vision. But Thor says, I've had a vision, a whirlpool that's so you know, and I had a center yeah. is that. And then And then he and just kind of like, takes with, the name Vision. And then like with Ultron later, it's like my vision. They really did take everything from me. You know, it's like never that is the perfect usage of that. Yeah. And then just let it stick. Let it stick. And then. Oh, hey, it's vision. Yeah. It's the vision. You know, vision. My guy. It is. (laughs) My favorite is like the way in the Raimi movies, Mm -hmm. they would like attempt to name the villains. Like that was that was one of my favorite scenes in every Raimi movie. He's like, well, "What do we call him, Doctor Octopus? Doctor Strange?" Like you know, I love, yeah, love that little yeah. name drop once people got hip. But yeah, oh, I don't because there's been this Sony at any moment can basically yank Tom Holland out of the MCU, which sucks. You know, so they got to hold their breath here, and that's part of the reason why Tom Holland is not going to be the face of Marvel. Like, he, Spider-Man's going to remain, I don't want to say, like, a side character or, like, a side, like, or, like, a bottom or, like, a second tier character. But, but by you, necessity, he has to you, you They can't take the risk that Sony at any moment could just yoink. Pull the plug. And and on it, that's the sort of thing, like, as soon as Disney oversteps the bounds just a little bit and, like, puts skin in the game with Tom being around, you know, indefinitely that's what that's the, all that they would need to be like no nope, yeah. you're taking advantage of this you're taking tom holland for granted we're gonna yeah. pull the plug same like you know they they don't fuck with universal no they don't like that's why we're never gonna see a solo hulk movie in the foreseeable future because again they have to share the rights with universal yeah. they can put hulk in whoever's movie they want but, but if they he can't no solo they cannot give him a solo movie without it basically being a universal movie right so looking at some of these pictures here, um, they're oh, pretty Jesus. cool. <laughs> I forgot about the pictures. <laughs> yeah, we need, to, we need to just like talk through some pictures um, very briefly. There's a couple pictures of Peter slinging through a gothic-looking city. Um, gothic as in the architecture, not as in hot topic. Hot topic. <laughs> um, and he is. I'm wearing, allowed to make that joke as a he, as an ex-employee, as, a, as an as an emo. I'm allowed to say that. Um, so in these pictures, he's wearing the red and black suit. In the first one, um, he is. In the second one, he's back in the blue. No, 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 no. He's in the black and both. No, that's blue. That is not... Jared, look at my screen. Spencer, look at Does my screen. Does that look blue to you? No, I'm at the next one. Oh, like, you're at the he's next in the sewer. Well, oh, okay. So the first two is in the, the Or he might the be in Venice. Black. I can't tell. No, this one... 
This one looks blue, right? Yeah, that one's a blue one. So then why does this one look black? Unless, unless the suit changes colors. Because look at it. Well, it's the exact same suit, but one of them is blue and one of them is red. Yeah, well, the black... The black... I mean, there's a slight difference on the hand pieces, though. Like, scroll back up. I don't know, maybe, like... But that's from the underside, right? Yeah, but look at look at his hands in the blue suit. Where, like, the black comes up further onto, like, the back of his hands. I'm just saying, if the thing can change color, they can make well, it... Well, yeah, and we'll get to that with the leaked trailer, because yeah. it kind of looks like that's what's happening. So... The next picture, it looks like Peter is going through customs in, I can't tell, maybe Italy. Um, he's going through customs and they find his spider suit and he's looking all shocked. The next one is Peter in his civilian clothes. Nick Fury is talking to him like, man, what the heck? Bitch, you've been, bitch, please, you've been to space. Yep. <laughs> And then the next picture looks like MJ and Peter having a formal night at the opera. She's looking cute. He's looking handsome. Love is in the air. Next is a picture of uh, Mariah Hill. Is it Mariah or Maria? I have always said Maria. And they say Maria in Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2. Do they? Yeah. Because like, they don't ever... We do, should do, do a playthrough of that. Once there's like a do back YouTube Alliance channel too? of like MUA two, just play through that. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. So anyway, we'd have to like Rochambeau, like what side we take. I know. Because <laughs> I just realized that's not going to be an easy choice for one of us. <laughs> so anyway, we've got a picture of Nick Fury and Maria Hill, both of them with their guns pointed at something in a street that looks like it's just been blown to hell. Another picture with the two of them in a science-looking lab. You know, they're doing their investigative thing, possibly at an underground X-Shield base or something. The next picture is Ned looking like a badass, you know, like, I'll protect you girls. And MJ is on his left and other female unnamed thus far is I on his right. It's Betty Brandt. Like, I think Possibly Betty Brandt on, on the right. The, he was on the announcements in Homecoming. Right, right. So MJ and Betty Brandt and Ned is like sticking out his arms like – sorry, everybody. Ned is sticking out his arms like, no, girls. Stay back. I'll protect you. It looks like this is happening whenever Hydra Man shows up. Yeah. If you look because it looks like they're in Venice. Right. In Venice. No, that's London. That's London? Yeah, because look at the – you know this bullet Oh, this I see it. I see the building? bullet building now. Yeah, I see what you mean. Okay. Yeah, they're in I'm London. Wrong. Anyway. The next picture is of Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio. Jared, how did you describe this picture? He's doing the aliens meme. He's like the aliens, right? He's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like holding his hands out. Aliens. That's and you know, multiverse. Yeah, you're multiverse. It's okay. So that's that. That was almost my George Lucas for a second. I don't know why. Multiverse. Oh, you're sure you're gonna put the multiverse the in the movie? Okay, it's like poetry. It rhymes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> The next picture is Mysterio and Spider-Man in the superior secret. Peter Parker thing. has fucking cake. He's got. He's got some spider cake. He's got. He's the runner-up for America's ass. <laughs> That's Brooklyn's ass. It's, no, he's That's Queens. 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 That's Queens' ass. Queens' ass. The next picture is of Nick Fury pointing directly into the eyes of Happy Hogan. Uh, chastisingly the next picture is of peter in the all black stealthy looking suit 
And then with the his next fingerless time, gloves. With his fingerless gloves that are very clearly CG. His fingers. I mean, um, the next picture is him in the same suit, and he's kind of hanging off a building with one arm. And then the last picture, nobody really freaking knows what that is. At least we don't. I think that's it the says director. it says image via Sony Pictures, but it's just like a guy looking toward a camera. That's I'm all. Pretty we can sure that's it. the director. I don't remember what what his nuts looks like. Well, look it up, John Watts. Watts. Here we go. Images, images, images. It kind of looks like him, yeah. I want images. Come on. Here we go. What? <laughs> Are you seeing this right now? I'm seeing it. It, like, refuses to give me images. Why are we on geofoxip.com? What the fuck? I'm pretty sure I've got a virus or something. Because <laughs> I just, like, very innocently went to Google. Ooh, don't do that. I didn't realize my leg was stuck in that wire. I very innocently went to Google. Dot com. com. And it, what the heck site was that? I feel like I'm back on GeoFoxip. Okay. If any of you out there know what the hell <laughs> GeoFoxip.com is. being attacked by Ultron. I am. I was supposed to be at Google. Maybe. I don't understand. This is odd. I don't understand. We can't dwell too much longer on this. Yeah, that's him. I don't get it. That's so funny. Why? What was just happening? That was strange. What is geofoxip? Stop hitting freaking cord. <laughs> okay, you actually couldn't hear that until you pointed it out. Well, you pointed out every single time I hit the table. Well, yeah, because so. you can tell it's you kicking the table. Well, look at me. My legs aren't anywhere near this table. We need to get back on track. We're only on the second freaking article. Okay. Oh, that's so pretty much it. Those I, are all the pictures. We can move on to the third say, one Let's now. hop around to the trailer because the other the yep. poster. In. So there was a, a leaked... Spider-Man Far From Home trailer. Um, it's. I mean, this is all stuff that Disney and Sony want us to see anyway. Yeah, just, just a little yet. earlier than expected. Um, we get a better look at Hydro Man very briefly. And we also, what I was referring to, when I was talking to Spencer, was we see at one point Happy Hogan and uh, Peter aboard the Stark jet. Right. And we see that, like... The black suit, or the yeah. red and black suit, not like the like the symbiote black no, 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 suit, no, no, black no. suit. Um, we see like the black, the red and black suit have like stuff being done to it on the yeah. on board. So I can't tell if like it gets that's a makeover. A yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Like that's the red and blue suit getting an upgrade, or if that's like Tony being like, "Hey, I made you an upgraded version of the suit in black because you look better." I don't know, like. So what prompts it. Yeah, that that's it's interesting. If you Google uh leaked Spider-Man Far From Home trailer, you'll be able to find it fairly easily. Um that was a good choice. I thought you were going after Scion first and I got concerned for your wisdom. No, I um, um just assess. 
Well done. Well done. Um, okay, I'm trying not to get distracted by yeah, you playing yeah, Galaxy of Heroes. It's just, I'm trying to play it cool, and this is what I would do if we were just, we were just playing it cool. So, <laughs> so we, 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 we cool. We cool. We We cool. Thought of it should be cool. Um, so yeah. Bitch is it chill. <laughs> but yeah, the trailer's really, it's What's really Fonzie interesting. Like? What's Fonzie like? He's cool. He's cool. And that's what we gonna be. And we three little Fonzies. <laughs> That's the second time we, we went down the Pulp Fiction rabbit hole today. Yeah, that is still like one of my proudest moments is getting you to like that movie eventually. Event. It took me the second watch, but yeah, I got around. I that was around a lot it. for you. That was, was a lot for you. You tried to show me that in what, like eleventh grade? Tenth grade. Tenth grade. Because yeah. we were on the way that to was, PMEA. That was a lot for tenth grade me. Yeah. <laughs> Between the violence, the vulgarity, and then the fucking gimp suit. Oh please no! I think that was the moment you checked yeah. out. I when when the gimp happened, I was like, okay, this is too much for my little self. <laughs> Give went, you a year and a half. I and went all like Tweety it. Bird. I was like, Will well, me not ready? <laughs> Will me? Will me? Oh damn! But yeah, the the trailer's interesting, and they're really laying on the idea that Mysterio is a hero thick. Yeah, and like, which at this point, I might actually believe. I'm it. like starting to buy it a little <laughs> yeah. bit. Like, there's a part of me that's like, maybe they're gonna do Hero Mysterio, and he goes crazy in the next movie. Like, kind of like the scrolls from Captain Marvel. Yeah, like maybe we just get crazy ones later, and they yeah. might, they might bait and switch us like Captain Marvel. So I don't know. It's kind of it's 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 interesting. I'm really looking forward to uh, Far From Home. I complained a lot about Homecoming with the marketing, with the fact that they basically showed us the whole damn movie yeah. in the marketing leading up. Oh, you got robbed. I know. Um, it's, it's like, it's whatever. I'm, my it's, arena has taken a hit since I put Jolie in. I need to take him that out. Well, he's good. Did you Zeta him? Yeah. He's good. He's like... I never get to use the Zeta, though, because I get like steamrolled before. Anyway... Um, Sorry, everyone. Yeah, this, I'm, I'll put this down so we don't, so we don't now. Uh, um, get sidetracked in a minute anymore. Yeah. But no, I just I complained about Homecoming because they showed too much of the in movie the, in the marketing. Yeah. But it was I a still phase loved, one movie, so there was I, a certain level of predictability that you. It had felt anyway. like I mean, they, I mean, they 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 made it feel like Spider Man's Phase One, but they're going into it like I was not expecting Liz to be Vulture's daughter. Yeah, I wasn't. Was I. That wasn't. Yeah. They, they do a lot with the movie that, like, even, even though they like Gave show the you the order away, of the of events, they still keep you on your toes. Like with stuff. They like still that. had a lot yeah. to show you. So I've with the marketing for Far From Home, I've basically taken the stance of okay, I know the chronological order of this movie. Right. I, however, do not know any of the A to B. No. Or the B to C. So. Very excited for Far From Home. Uh, I've I think been from the get go, yeah, it looks, it looks really in- involved. When it comes to the Spider Man stuff, it doesn't take much to excite me. No, it really does not. I've known you for how long? Very long, but it also I figured it, it out. It also takes I, a lot I to impress it me. It also takes a lot to impress me, though. That's, it doesn't take much true. to excite that's me, true. but but it takes a lot to impress you. I figured it out. This coming school year will be our ten year friend anniversary. Because you and I were kicking it hardcore starting in fifth grade, right? Yes. And twelfth grade happened. So then 
freshman year of college is 13th grade, sophomore year is 14th grade, junior year would be 15th grade. So we are we are approaching our 10-year friend anniversary. That's like, wild. When we started to like actually hang out. Because we were always bananas. cool. I, we kinda, were always, yeah. I was jealous of you because uh, if if you listen to the freaking uh, do-back discussion. Do discussion, you heard about Jared and his voice changer Darth Vader helmet at kindergarten show and tell and how I was green with envy. But, <laughs> but I asked for one for my birthday. This is, I guess, the, the end of that story. This is kind of funny. I asked for one for my birthday. This is why if you listen to one, you have to listen to both. Right. <laughs> I, I, I asked for the voice changer for my birthday. And I got it, right? But there's more to the story than that because my parents had it hidden until my actual birthday. And I was like snooping around. <laughs> I, I, was a, I was a bad kid, okay? I'm the kind of son of a gun that would like sneak down on Christmas morning and look at everybody's Christmas presents, then go back up, wake up my sisters and tell them what they got. I was a bad kid. Oh, you're an asshole. I only did that once, okay? But I snuck down almost every year until I was like eight. Okay, I grew out of it eventually, but like that only happened the one time where I was like, yo, Reagan, guess what you got? You got a meh. What? Why would you tell me that? I'm not going to say what it was on the air, but there was one year I had a friend who was aware of a gift that was purchased for me and like under the table shot me a message about it. And I had to feign a whole lot of excitement Christmas morning when Logan and I opened that bad boy. Oh, man. But like, oh, that was, I was out that whole year. I was like, man, let this be, let this be the gift. Let this be the gift. Boom. Oh, 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 I deserve a fucking Oscar. Best performance you've had in your entire life. Hey. So. That goes to Cogsworth. So, no, it goes to you keeping it feigning feigning ignorance <laughs> on Christmas morning. But anyway, so like I said, I was a bad kid. So I went snooping around for my birthday present and I found it in the basement tool closet. Okay. It was in there and I like very conspicuous. I didn't know I was being conspicuous about it, but I would very conspicuously like go down there and like peek at it and then sneak back up and then like go back down and peek at it. And my mom found out. And so she was like, if you're going to be snooping around, there's going to be consequences. And so she put it on top of the cupboards in the dining room. Like, you know, those brown cupboards up against the wall on the other side of the window. Uh And she made me sit on the other side of the table where I could see it at dinner every night. And she made me wait like... Either it was either a month or a couple weeks. She made me wait after my birthday before she actually gave me that voice changer <laughs> because I was like, I and I would like I lied about it too. She was like, "Did you go looking for your present?" No, motherfucker. Did you go looking <laughs> for your present? Yeah. So she made and 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 apparently I would sit there for hours at a time just looking at it, just like. So anyway, that's hilarious though. Fun fact about our our, our ten year friend anniversary coming that's, up. That's lovely. Which means it's also Joel and I's twelve year friend anniversary. Yes. That's hilarious. Isn't that good? Man, I remember. That's a deep cut Spencer story there. Yeah, the hella hella deep cut told over the course of two different podcasts. 
All right, moving right along. We can put this together with the poster story because I didn't realize the poster was in this article. Yeah, okay, so the next article that we have, the next story I should say, um, is regarding two things. First of all, it is the Hall H panel at San Diego Comic-Con and also, excuse me, involving Wonder Woman 1984. So Warner Brothers has decided they will not um, attend the Hall H panel um, reporting uh, Warner Brother is, quote, foregoing any sort of Hall H panel presence. Um, we don't really know why. They just don't have a lot to tell us, yeah, I they guess. They don't have a lot to show. And, like, this year has been terrible with all the release, the Snyder Cut fanatics. Yeah, yeah. So, like, and, like, Armin was tweeting about it of, you know, friend of the show, Armin of comic book cast. He was tweeting about it. He was like, yeah, why do you, he's like, why the hell would they have a Hall H panel when it's going to get bombarded by like a bunch of like, release the Snyder Cut, like people yeah. losing their goddamn minds. Like, that's a horrible idea. Like, yeah, you don't want to show, you won't even, nobody will be excited about what you put out there. They're only going to be excited yeah. about what you haven't. And so in conjunction with it, or I guess it's in like lieu, that line Thanos had. Which one? <laughs> it's like that line Thanos had. Like there were two too obsessed with oh what, yeah with, with, with what, what was what, what was that you you can't imagine what could be so i can't just destroy half of humanity i have to destroy it all and start again anyway so in lieu of a an, an appearance at the hall h panel in san diego they released for they did throw us a bone this week and we got a very colorful very loud um very busy wonder woman 84 poster that you can find, you'll know it when you see it. Um, <laughs> Patty Jenkins tweeted it out. Patty yeah. Jenkins tweeted out. She says, "By now you've heard, WB, as in Warner Brothers, <laughs> isn't going to be at Hall H this year. So we're sad to miss you there, and waiting until December to start our official hashtag WW48 campaign in full. But the truth is, we just barely, uh, we can just barely wait. So in other words, they're getting as excited about this as we are." presumably and they gave us a poster it looks like the wwe raw thing you know because <laughs> there's like a big a big colorful w outline in the background i didn't notice that until you pointed it out and then and then in terms of the actual costume we have it's ar- it's more armory it is more armory and it's got like a a a scale armor yeah sort of a vibe like uh, between the the torso slash onesie yeah armor like the bodysuit and yeah. and the 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 thigh armor um and also i'm trying to figure out what, like how to best look. describe the arm pieces it, it, yeah well. it's i mean the, the gauntlets stay the same and it kind of still has that scale male kind of look to it right. at the arms um she has like shoulder plating now yeah it's, as it's well like as like the multiple no- yeah, plates. and like a bigger, more cover, like a, a version of like her uh, breastplate that she had before. That's right, more, right. It that doesn't, it doesn't, more. it doesn't stop at the like mid chest. Yeah, it, it goes all the way up to the neck. And then yeah, then there's like the shoulder plating. It's it's a much more armor heavy suit. It is really, and I like that a lot. Like I I, I said before, whenever again, this is like long before we had a show, and I was just bitching at the lunch table. Yeah, uh, <laughs> in high school, but like I. When that first image of her as Wonder Woman came out, that was the first to say, 
she looks like fucking Wonder Woman. Like she, yeah. like Gal Gadot looks exactly like Wonder Woman. It's kind of creepy. It is creepy, but, but awesome. She's yeah. gorgeous. Yeah, but like I've my favorite versions of Wonder Woman's costumes always involve more armor than what she had there. Like I don't mind battle skirt Wonder Woman, but I like New Fifty Two covered like arm to the teeth, covered in armor wonder woman i just like that design more personally so this excites me that we're getting like an armored version of her like unlike what we saw in uh justice league bvs and wonder woman <laughs> so yeah and it's very colorful very thor ragnarok very guardians of the it galaxy is, it is it is very flamboyant color wise so yeah very excited for that and again digging the costume and I look forward to seeing what the color palette of the costume itself is. Yeah, it looks when like it's, it's not... going to be mostly, you know, battle bronze. Yeah. Um, but probably with like knows the red what and accents blue. they'll yeah, throw in there. Yeah, with the red and blue in there, yeah. So with that, that basically closes our news section for oh, today's episode. Oh, and we will... Is this where things get fun? I know. Oh, man. This is um, where shit gets ugly. We're going to... Our discussion topic for today is going to be the Dark Phoenix reviews that dropped uh, this this morning. Yeah, one in the morning. One o'clock this morning and some predictions that we have. Fucking yikes. Because, okay... (laughs) We're we're, try, we're taking the approach Let's here. See what the current tomato we're, tomato we're, meters at. We're trying to take the approach here of giving this movie a chance, at least for the sake of the show. Like we've already bitched about how awful we think this movie's gonna be in previous episodes, but we're gonna give it. We're gonna give it a shot. Hold on, hold on, please, please hold. We're gonna give it a shot. And and give our predictions like we 1%. do for every it's other up movie. By 1%. It's up by one percent, which brings it to at, a twenty three. It's sitting at a pretty twenty two percent on fucking rotten tomatoes. Two percent. This movie's getting. All right, and Jared, you described the reviews as as what lukewarm. Lukewarm. Luke it, it ranges from lukewarm luke to, to this is an atrocity atro- against yeah. film. Yeah, it's. Uh, this Here's is the a, lowest rated X-Men movie on Rotten Tomatoes. Which this one? is the lowest rated one. Which one is my favorite? Oh, okay. This is like one of the first things I actually read after skimming through some of these. Some of the and and <laughs> wow. This is about Sophie Turner and her role as Jean Grey. Quote: uh, this, <laughs> this is from Mashable's Angie Han. Okay. Quote, Turner puts a mighty effort into her performance as Jean, but can only do so much to elevate the stilted dialogue and muddled character motivation she's given. <laughs> like we said, ranging from mediocre to abysmal is the word you used earlier today. Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, William Bibiani, uh, one of the greatest showdown players around right now, nothing but love for the beast. Uh, the Bibbs said that it's not, he said it's not quite as awful, not quite as awful, uh, as X-Men Apocalypse, X-Men Origins Wolverine, or X-Men The Last Stand. That's a, that, that's good. Yeah. Um, it's and good, then, it's good. uh, David Elric from IndieWire and, uh, uh, Matt Singer from Screen Crush, uh, both, <laughs> their reviews basically circled around them trying to figure out why Dark Phoenix exists in the first place. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Simon Kinberg, he he's the one who directed this, and he's he's produced a lot of the other X Men movies, but this is his first time in the director's chair. And I was listening to uh, Perry Nemiroff and Koi Jandrew review this on Collider, and what they they were saying that like Kinberg as this this is his directorial debut, and that like as a director he like you can tell he cares, and they said that like a lot of the cinematography at certain points is meant to feel comic booky, which gives me hope mm. that it won't like be bland looking even though the movie itself right, looks right. like it's total it's fucking visual, white bread visually stunning at yeah. the very least but um <laughs> remember our friend angie han from mashable who said <laughs> still to dialogue and muddled character development or character motivation she yeah. also said this is continuing her uh, her review mcavoy does a capable job of delivering slightly better material but is shortchanged by the film's divided attention. The other characters, including Beast, Mystique, Cyclops, and Magneto, are just there to serve as set dressing, and accordingly, most of them give performances as wooden as the mahogany furniture lining Xavier's mansion. <sighs> they did my boy dirty. I just <laughs> they did they did air Fletcher dirty. Roast. Uh. That oh, that, yeah, idea how much that upsets me that there's finally an X-Men movie where they drop the fucking ball with Magneto. Have any idea yeah, how hard it is to drop the ball with Magneto? His character is so freaking straightforward. He, he's so straightforward, but he's so compelling. He's either trying to manipulate a power he can't control into his own side, or he's trying to destroy it. Oh, that's that's movie Magneto, which is, again, fucking Melbatos. Yeah, it's like... You, it's it's pretty hard it's, to just put it in the MCU already. I'm reading these reviews and getting give, angry. Just give them over. Just like, surrender. I was gonna read through the Rolling Stone review a little bit of it. Yeah, because this is one's fucking hilarious. Um, it's given one star. <laughs> one star. Uh, Dark Phoenix doesn't <laughs> doesn't just suck big time. It's the worst movie ever in the X Men franchise. That's twelve films since the first X Men in two thousand. Even series low points, that's you, X-Men Apocalypse, <laughs> offered compensations. Dark Phoenix just lies there like a dying fish, futilely flapping about on land while it waits for the inevitable dying of the light. The degrees of awfulness is surprising since the man falling into the abyss with this phoenix is, de de is debuting director Simon Kinberg, who has served long and well as a series producer and sometimes screenwriter. Shouldn't he know these characters best? You'd think. And then he goes on to say that uh, it's set in 1992, and then it gets kind of into spoilery territory, which we won't uh, cover because we're seeing the movie in a couple days here. Um, so yeah, like we've done for Endgame and Captain Marvel, we uh, you know would talk about reviews once they came out, uh, give it their piece, and then. Like we have for those movies, well, uh, here's our here's our prediction part of the show, I guess. <laughs> I uh, guess. So, half-heartedly, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give you the floor first on predictions because I've kind of low-key predicted this movie. I know you have. As the weeks have gone on, and given my spiel on how every and, fucking X Men movie is the same fucking and movie, and it may seem lazy or 
uncommitted on my part but with things like fan it's the same thing with stuff like fan casting i just i don't like to because i like to i will i prefer to just like take what has been given to me and make my judgment from there because i know that like while i think i could in reality i couldn't do any better so it's just like okay let's see what they give me and just go from there. all right so it's like i don't love to predict stuff because except except the last season of of game of thrones i was all about predictions oh yeah but because they're just like so you could feasibly predict anything and have it work out for you and so i was like hey what what the heck yeah <laughs> but i don't know um you have already you know tainted gonna, my raw yeah. prediction my uninfluenced prediction stuff but um uh, okay so we know that they're out in space right this solar flare or something happens activates Jean's power she does not realize she has these like mind blocks going on that charles has put in her head she goes kind of cuckoo crazy um i'm gonna go ahead and predict that um mystique is not the first person that dies because of her just because why not if if we're doing predictions i'm gonna throw that one out there because why not He's gonna swing for the fence here. i'm gonna swing for the fence mystique is the most it, it hits the closest to home but in order for them to be like in full-fledged intervention modes like stuff has already had to have happened so okay i'm thinking mystique isn't the first one to go um after the accident i'm thinking that yeah why why not i'm gonna swing for the fences all together here if 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 gene goes completely off the wall i'm predicting that it's going to be mostly by choice like with um last stand there was an element of i'm not in control of myself that gene was experiencing but if she decides but but if she goes completely off the wall and is like just I don't care who you are, get out of my way. I think it's gonna be less of a you know, my power. Like she are gives in herself over to the She Phoenix gives herself persona. over to it and she's and she's like, Okay, just I'm making the choice. Phoenix you, take the wheel. Yeah, Phoenix take <laughs> the wheel. Um yeah. I mean, obviously, I think that love is going to conquer all. So Cyclops is going to somehow get to her um, emotionally and at least talk her down off the edge a little bit. Um, I think Magneto is going to. I don't know. Like I said, you've got two choices with 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 Jean Grey. If you're Magneto in a in a movie, you can either like try to manipulate her to your own ends, or you can be like, no, she's a threat to us all. She needs to die. And either way, the X Men are going to try to stop you, Magneto. Sorry, because yeah, you're Magneto. Because you're Magneto, and because you you know you just make terrible decisions. Um, I don't know. I'm. Just, I don't really know what to predict about him besides maybe just the general. I think he's going to take the she must tri- be destroyed route. I think they're going to kill him off. I think like they're going to go like all in and maybe kill off Magneto. I don't know. Maybe that's like 
maybe that's 20th century's last middle finger to Disney. You'd be like, you bought me, but you're going to have to cope with this, you know, killing him off. Well, they're like, not going to be incorporating. They, I know, gra- it's granted, not be a full I know, they're going to start from reboot. scratch, but, you know, just as a, haha, good luck explaining this one. Yeah. You know, we've already made a tangled mess for you, but just to make it a little bit more challenging, here's a death. Anyway. I think Magneto's going to take the, she's dangerous, she has to go, and by she has to go, I mean I'm going to kill her route. Because, you know, it's happened before, it'll happen again. Um, I think that's it. All right. Um, I've been swinging for the fence, and there comes to a point where it's just like, okay, shut up. All right. Hot take. So, like I said, it's going to be like every other X-Men movie. So, Matt, uh, movie starts. They're at okay. Magneto's in hiding. He's doing his own thing. He's gonna be like a man of the woods or some shit like that. Uh, Gene goes crazy because the solar flare. I do think there's gonna be more of like she's losing control of Phoenix and slowly Phoenix is taking over, more so than she just lets Phoenix have it. Uh. I do think Mystique is dead dead. I think once the line is drawn in the sand between do we help her, do we kill her, uh, that Charles is going to be ever so indecisive and be more harm than good because he just can never do anything right in these movies. Huh. Uh... There's going to be the train fight because Captain Marvel came out this year. Uh. <laughs> and um, what, what else? I think here's a wild one. Okay. I don't necessarily think this is right. But, but just because it's Dark Phoenix Anything and I'm feeling happen. fucking lucky. Jessica Chastain's character is a figment of her imagination. Which one's Jessica the blonde, who's oh. like egging her on the whole time. I think that's Jessica Chastain. Let's look it up. I think I'm right. That's crazy. I what like, if that? What, I if, like what if? That. What if she's not actually there? I'm just taking a big swing here. Hopefully, I'm right. She's taking me to Geo Fox up again. <laughs> I just want Google, man. Oh yeah. Okay. See. Yeah. Okay. She's, All right. I was right. Yeah, you're right. If any of you know how to solve this GeoFox thing, please yeah, tweet Jared and then uh, he'll hold Let's Jared just go to ransom. GeoFoxip.com and see what happens. Yeah, tweet me and then I'll hold Spencer hostage uh, until he gets to Twitter to tell him what's up. But um, this better be a freaking doodle. What the hell? What? Chris Hemsworth is. Quitting Hollywood to spend more time with his family. Nah, bitch, you're Thor. Anyway. Um, he said he'd be open to the role again. Bitch, you're Thor. I don't care about your kids. Um, that was funny. I thought probably, you'd laugh. I hope somebody cute, laughed at that. Probably cute kids. Right? No, yeah, they're probably cute kids, but like, I don't give a shit. You're Thor. Um, Google. Anyway, I think... So Jessica Chastain... Jessica Chastain might be... Gene's uh, imagination... Um, I think they're gonna kill Magneto. I think they're just. I think they're, they're gonna, gonna like. The plug. I think they're fun. gonna like try to do some kind of like 
moment for Magneto and try to kill him off. I think... I think we will get a loose Wolverine cameo. Like a... Like a... uh, Like a shot from behind. First class kind of cameo. Like, hi, we'd like to talk to you about it. Go F yourself. Okay, bye. No, I think like there's going to be some like... Either by virtue of him being name dropped or like shot from behind or we see claw marks somewhere that they will be they will pay some amount of lip service oh, to okay. Logan. Yeah, okay. I think that they might do something stupid like that because uh, I'd be stunned if they got poor Hugh Jackman into this hot mess after he said no after Logan. Um, yeah, I, I think that'll happen. I think, like I said before, we will have our big... Um, you know, oh, you put too much trust in them, Charles. Oh, Eric, you're so cool. You're just like the Nazis who tried to kill you. No, I'm trying to stop them from being Nazis that kill us. And it's going to be the same fucking, yeah. you know, very, like I said, Melba Toast. You're sitting on a great philosophical battle and you do not have the screenwriting team to back it up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think we'll, we'll deal with that. I think we will have a slew of continuity errors that will make every other movie seem in fucking significant. I uh, oh man I'm trying I'm kind of on a toss up as to whether or not Gene's gonna die because part of me is like well they won't just do what they did in Dark Phoenix part of me or they won't just do what they did in Last Stand like part of them has to do something different but another part of me kill off a twenty year old it doesn't matter though like and she's not. 20, she looks like a 20 year old kid though she's in apocalypse takes place in the 80s this is like 10 years later and which still, somehow which still makes her a yeah she's kid. still young she's still younger but like i don't know that's the issue though she's is like that, is that dark phoenix in apocalypse in, but th- that's the issue though is that the dark phoenix story happens with years of setup and then took almost and then took years to tell over the course of many 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 arcs that make up the dark phoenix saga that's why it's not just the black suit arc or the this arc or the that arc it's a saga it is a multiple arc story and that's why trying to tell dark do the dark phoenix story in one movie is a fucking suicide mission you can't tell this story in one movie. Like there's like there is a like that's a Dark Phoenix trilogy. But maybe I don't think anybody wants to see that hashed out. The oh whole no, no, way. not after two not after two horrible movies have like ruined this story it's for like, the film. It's like the Hobbit. If you try to stretch it out too far, it becomes a little ridiculous. Well, this is the reverse of that. Wrong. Is it they've I've condensed watched, the shit out of this I know, story. I know. And it's like if you do that if you give it like the full time that it's required, you know, the reverse Hobbit effect, you know, rather than taking yeah. a, a, you know, concise story and expanding it to the point of what the heck is going on. It's bursting in the seams it's, the wrong way. Yeah. Exactly. It's like you, it's, it's, you're trying to squeeze it into this tiny little package, but if you let it full, at its full length, that's the kind of, information like that's the storyline that the comic book nerds want to see but i don't know if anybody would necessarily want to see three whole movies just about this maybe three whole x-men movies 
with like a slowly, you know, gradually developing Dark Phoenix arc. But I don't think anybody want to has to deal with the quote Dark Phoenix drama for three whole movies completely. No, it's a it, it. This movie, this is gonna be such a fucking mess. I know, but and like we, apparently, well, we one have, of my things, it's our job. Well, we the one thing that do. keeps me really excited about seeing this is I think it was Chris Stuckman who said in his review that apparently there's a scene where Cyclops really loudly and like boldly delivers a line. And that, like the line delivery is like super hysterical and it shouldn't be, and I'm like gonna be <laughs> on the edge of my seat the whole movie. But yeah, um, we're gonna have that little conflict between Charles and Magneto. There's gonna be some kind of um, you know obligatory um, Quicksilver running to a song from the decade we're in. Yeah, of course. Um, and uh, apparently, there's they, they 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 do a lot of cool stuff with Nightcrawler. That's what they also said in the Collider review, oh. is that they shot Nightcrawler's uh, fight scenes really well. So that's good, I guess. <laughs> um, there's at least one decent action scene. So yeah, um, I'm not expecting to love Dark Phoenix. I'm expecting at best to walk away from Dark Phoenix feeling mildly something. And it works to feel I'm, anything at this point would be a, a, considered a win. Yeah, like I said, um, anything besides just sheer rage and agitation. Yeah, but yeah, we'll be seeing Dark Phoenix this weekend, and uh, you'll be getting a double upload next week because it'll be this show and then us reviewing Dark Phoenix. So. Maybe with company, who knows? Maybe we might we might have an old friend join us, or just lurk in the background and one, occasionally one, chime in. One you've heard about many, many, many times. Um, in any case, I think that's it. Uh, oh, here here's a big question, uh-oh. and I don't typically wade into box office predictions. Ooh, do you think this movie will even make its fucking money back? Because we're looking at like a two hundred million dollar budget. Two hundred million. Yeah. I don't think so. I think, think if, this if, is gonna if flop? it does, I think I think if it makes its money back, it's gonna be minimal profit. Yeah, like I think if it makes its money back, it'll make less than five million dollars in profit. You think it's gonna completely flop? I don't think this is gonna make its fucking money back. Think I don't think gonna, anyone cares. I don't think spring, anyone fucking cares. Springtime for Hitler. I don't. Yeah, he's no. gonna completely fall on its face. Yeah, I think I I think they've made a guaranteed flop. We're gonna funnel each other's upper arms now. That's what's happening. Yours is much hairier than mine. Oh yes, mine's significantly hairier. <laughs> um, I'm part Wookie, you see. Um, but well, I'm not part Wookie. I'm mostly Italian. That's the issue. But what part of Bachman and Stubbs screams Italian to you? The fact that um, my grandparents that were on Nana's side and a couple people on Hank's side were both incredibly Italian, including okay, the name well, Mencio. Mencio sounds a little bit more Italian. Maybe, I don't know, Polish a little bit. But anyway, Bachman, eh, Stubbs, no. 
But anyway. Okay, so I felt like there was a thought coming after that. I didn't know. I didn't have any thoughts. Okay. Well, I mean, you typically don't. But, um. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> so. Anyway, don't forget to like and subscribe yeah, for like, Foisted and. Like and subscribe um, for Foisted and me taking a DNA and, test. And, yeah, just to prove to me that he's allegedly Italian. <laughs> it's a conspiracy. You mark my words. You're related. Really, if you're Italian, you're a direct descendant from Benito himself. That is so mean. <laughs> you know, I have to say crazy shit like that. Oh my to, god! To keep our I'm like so spicy. nervous. I'm like, what if you're actually? What if I'm actually like Il Duce, the the heir apparent to Benito Mussolini? Like what? <laughs> Dude, you would have a you would have a legitimate right to just like walk in and be like. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> I bring me ravioli. I I am I'm Italy in charge now. now. I am Italy now. The uh, trains will run on time. I promise. <laughs> but yeah, Spencer. Yes. Where can the lovely folk find you? Your hand is dangerously close to my armpit while I'm stretching. I'm nervous. Look, you're yeah, and your arm's also dangerously close to my microphone. So if I take a shot in the dark and try to tickle you, I get my microphone punched, broken, and the audience gets ear raped, so no one wins. And then we lose all of our loyal listeners to one silly mistake. So I'm not going to do that. I I say I mapped out the butterfly effect there. It's true. As as usual, you overthought it. (laughs) Unlike me, who apparently underthinks, according to you. Anyway, you can find me. <laughs> see, if, I don't think if any. I think people who couldn't see your smile thought that you were like legitimately pissy about that. No, because like that sounded super pissy, but I also saw you grin like an idiot at the end there. <laughs> yep. So you can find me at Spence Man Cosplays on Instagram, but not Twitter. Jared has a Twitter. I'm not about it. Don't at me. You should get one. I. Sh- <laughs> Yeah, okay. That's just become a part of the the weekly ending sequence where I just say, yeah, I'm on Instagram. He's like, you should get a Twitter. Yeah, you should. But I don't really want one. But you should get one. Uh, Uh, We should make a bet somehow. Like, I want to create a situation where, like... Where, what, you get a million dollars if I somehow... For like, some reason, I have to make a Twitter. No, like, like we, like we, we, we create a situation where like your loss necessitates you setting up a Twitter account. I would not use it. You realize that I would. You would. It would be great. You would be a great tweeter. No, I would not. I don't have anything insightful to say. You don't have to. I don't have anything funny to say either. Well, you can my, help promote. My, my roommate be... is a funny tweeter. He says the strangest crap. Kanye West says the strangest crap. Like. Whatever happened to my antique fish tank? That's the kind of crap only Kanye can come up with. Scoop so any whoop, man. Well, is that one line that gets sampled in This Is America? Like, I just t- checked my Twitter following. Y'all motherfuckers owe me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or my following like, listing. You motherfuckers owe me. Or like, the, 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 there's that really hilarious Josh Groban video where he like makes a makes a compilation album of Kanye West. You know, t- tweets. It's like, can we please toast to the mother effing douchebags tonight? 
and other great hits. Well, that was a that was a Kanye lyric. No, but like it's a tweet as well. He tweeted the. Is that what sounds to the Oh, that, I didn't know he did that. Fur okay. pillows are hard to actually sleep on. <laughs> Man, whatever happened to my antique fish tank? It's legit. Look at that. That's the funniest to. thing. He made one for Donald Trump as well. Oh, that one I'm sure is good. I'm, I'm sure. Sorry. The, I'm sure the closer is you know, like the. The fake news media coffee. <laughs> There's the, there is one about fake news media, but I don't think it was the confefe one. Wait. Donald Trump's become a like really self aware with that, hasn't he? And he like well, there's we'll been like several White House videos movie. where he just like he's confefe. not in the video except for him just going confefe, and that's the whole confefe. and that's all he does in just it. Just watch it, watch it. Come on, this will be funny. Turn it on. This is Jerry. This is Control Tower That's in the Wells Fargo mobile app. Skip the ad. I can't. It shows Jerry his recurring payments. Because it said no. Including a few streaming services he forgot. Uh, it's time to clean the house. All right. Hold on. Move. This is Wells Fargo. This is funny. Josh Groban has a new album out. Oh, He's God, he looks like hell. Josh has actually taken words from another high-profile performer, not songs, um, but words that he's made into lyrics and put to music, uh, it's kind of the reverse of a cover album. Yeah. It's hard to explain, but he's promoting this album with a television commercial. And I have a feeling, uh, I really think this is going to put him back in the Grammy race for next year, too. He sold more than 20 million albums worldwide. <laughs> and now, Man, Oscar and Grammy nominee Josh Groban releases his most anticipated album yet. Oh, hello there. <laughs> General Oscar and Grammy nominated singer Josh Groban. If you love Kanye West tweets as much as I do, you are going to love my new album. Josh Groban's The Best Tweets of Kanye West. Can we please toast to the mother <laughs> douchebags tonight? <laughs> do you know where to find marble conference tables? <laughs> Looking to have a conference Not until I get the table though <laughs> At most his tweets are 140 characters But the depth of his passion is Immeasurable Motherfucker Oh here we go Fur pillows Are hard to actually sleep on I told you, man. I like, believe you, Black. Music is tight, yo. I make awesome decisions in bike stores. Black is the new black, and many, many more. <laughs> oh, it's excellent. so good. It's so good. 752 original songs. In stores now. 
It's so funny. I'd listen to that. I'd listen to that. Wouldn't that be funny though? Oh, that's great. 752 tracks on 48 CDs. That's excellent. <laughs> All right. Well, that, that was a long-winded outro. Yeah, so you're on um, your Spencer yeah, Cosplay. Cosplays. I'm on Instagram. You guys know where to find me if you haven't already. But uh, Jared, where do you where do you, they find where where um uh, uh at what um uh, where do they find you? Are you well? Yeah, I'm good. And it's like <laughs> you've seen that, right? That he's like, did you ever have a dream? Yes. yes. Oh, my favorite is the fucking guitar. Oh my god! Wait a minute! Wait! Oh, oh no! There's another guy on YouTube. I'll yeah. show you the videos off the air. Okay. This guy puts. <laughs> <laughs> This guy will what like take it? videos. What is it? It was very much like the video you sent me where the kids like he's yeah. doing the guitar like they have, have a dream that you you kid you had yeah and he's like playing the guitar along with it. This guy does the same thing but at the piano. Yeah. And like the first one I found was like the video of like Cardi B where she's like, None of you bitches, none of you bitches got the exclusive swishes sweet Uggs. And he's like put like like oh it's so fucking good i'll show you once we're done okay, we gotta see that um and then look that up everybody so you can laugh along with us um I just gotta start a meme podcast. We this, do, right? yeah. No, no, we, That'll honestly, be like the sixth show this, in the network. This started as a comic book podcast, and, and then it's slowly now become became like, a meme hey, show. we're gonna talk to you about some news, but then we're just gonna like rip Memes. on hilarious <laughs> stuff all the time. So, where do they find you, Jared? They find me. Good job. You go. You went from like meandering to just concise. Find me on yes. Twitter and Instagram at Dark Jedi twenty five fifty two. Be sure to follow Spencer and my cosplay group, New Regime Cosplay, and be sure to like and follow Dubac Discussion on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and check out the other two shows in this network, Gore and More, which is a horror movie club podcast with some really cool interviews on the pipeline. TJ actually booked a uh, new guest. I don't know if we're able to announce that quite yet, who it is, but he announced a really cool guest in the chat today. And then, of course, you can listen to Dewback Discussion, which is our Star Wars podcast, which I host alongside Michael Doling and this lovely gentleman as often as he can be on. Correct, yeah. So, yeah, check that out. Go to www.dewbackdiscussion.net. Go check out the T Public store that is attached to that website. And we will see you guys at the same bat time on the same bat channel. Love you 3000. <laughs> oh, my God. The fucking finger guns. <laughs> yeah. Kapew. Love you 3000. Kapew. Kapew. See, see you guys. My god. Such things are
Keep it. 